Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. <clears throat> Today is September 5th. The time is about 11.30 and Reddy and MPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. So if you have any questions, please try to fill the Google Sheet. If you fill the Google Sheet out, you will get your answers much faster. Only after we don't find anybody filling the Google Sheet, then we go to outside people. Please try to fill the Google Sheet. It makes easier. We can respond to a lot more people if you fill the Google Sheet out. Okay, Jess. Hey, hi. I have posted my question. When I entered US last time on H1B, CP professional port entry set my expiration date, uh, expiration of February, even though my H1B is expiring in June, okay? Um, uh, I renewed my passport. My spouse wants to file I-539 because of the dependent of these questions. Will my N-84 expire? Yeah, it will affect. What you can do is if you renew your passport, why don't you just go to Mexico and come back? Uh, is it a safe op- option to do that? And can I yeah. just cross the land border and go and uh, re-enter the US? You can try the land border. I don't know if they would sometimes say that it's not a meaningful entry. But if you fly, you have the passport stamping validity still there, is it right? Yes. Yeah, you will have no problem in coming back. I would recommend to fly, but you can try the land, but if it doesn't work, then you have to fly. Okay. And is there any option I can do this inside the U.S. without going international? You can file the H-1B, H-4, and EAD extension if you want to for your wife. H-1B, H-1, H-4, and EAD. You can file in premium processing. In that way, you'll get your wife's H-4. Uh, she, she doesn't have H-4 EAD options, right? Only H-4. Yeah, she also wants to file. She also has to file for AD, yeah. Same, uh, both. So Tejas, what you can do is you can file within the United States and she will get the H4 EAD approval in two weeks if you file in premium processing. Okay, but uh, I have my H1 in 2025, so can I find an extension still? You can. Your H1B is actually expiring in February 2024, not 2025. Oh, because of my I-94. That's right, sir. Next person, please. So for only one reason why you would like to get the case done here in the United States is for your wife to get faster approval, though. It's going to be costlier, but you'll get your wife H1B, uh, H4 EAD approval faster. Next person, please. Okay. Uh, hi, Rahul, sir. Uh, hi, Rahul, sir. This is Ramesh. If Actually, birth my certificate my... date is different than passport. I'm assuming that passport, educational documents, all the things. Every document yes. that's there is telling with the passport. If that is the case, though, 
you have two options yeah. ramesh for you mm-hmm. at so, the time of the green card you will have a problem either you correct the birth certificate or you correct everything uh okay what is the best option sir like uh, if you can the correct birth the birth certificate if you can correct the birth certificate officially not unofficial okay, okay. that's the okay. best option if you can't do that thing can't mm-hmm. consult me and then i will discuss with you how to change everything sure sure sir actually my eb1 i got approved two weeks back sir that's why yeah then you check try to check with the indian people to see if they can go to court or somehow they can correct it if not please come back to me and then i will tell you sure. how to correct it sure sir thank you thanks a lot sir. like uh, how i can approach you sir like uh, through your my website my colleague is going to give a link to you right now you can make mm-hmm. an appointment based on that sure okay sir. thank you thanks a lot sir vinay kadari yes rahul Uh, this can i travel to mexico and cruise yeah. without advance parole my ap is in still pros- processing how are you going to come back though your ap is not there how are you going to come back um sometimes um, i can i can just uh, stay in the cruise not going uh, out is that an option or uh, no <laughs> no no okay no that's okay. not an option yeah Okay. Um, and yeah uh, last question is is there any way to expedite the ap processing uh, you can try all different ways if you want you can contact steven brown in our office but he will take to uh-huh. the court and that will cost you money though okay okay all right that's it thank you and don't yeah, go to the speak. cruise though without advance pro raj sure sure sure, sure. <laughs> oh, thank you Okay, Raj has issued with his mic. My priority date was current for two years in 2021. What will be my I-140 status after two years current? How long when the priority date is valid? I don't know whether you didn't file the 485. You filed the 485. That question, I don't have an answer for it. So, if you file the 485, well, that's fine. You will get it when the priority date becomes current. If you don't file a green card, you can always file a green card when your priority date is current. Next person, please. Since your mic is not working, I can't help you though. Next person, please. Sumit. 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 Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, Sumit. Correct. Yeah. So, um, my question, uh, sir, is like my wife is on a H four EAD and she is working, and her H one B lottery was picked in second round. So, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we had a tentative. plan to travel to london in december month so we are not we are uh, i want like clarification like can we travel uh, to outside country right now or should we wait for the results to come i do not want her to travel i want her to get the h1b approval in premium processing then you can decide to travel if you want to offer that okay and even though the second petition has been approved then uh, after that she can travel but to return back she will have to get a stamp h1b stamp then only she can what return back what about the h4 what about the h4 is she an h4, h4 ead yes she is on h4 ead which is valid till uh, mid of next year is that stamped in the passport uh, yes okay she can come back on h4 though now why would i want her to stay until october i want you to listen very seriously okay 
The reason, mm-hmm. Sumit, is that once you have the H1B, it has been once you have the H1B with the I-94, it is considered that she is counted toward the H1B number. So if I, you get the premium processing approved in October second week, she goes to England. She comes back in H4. H4. She can change to H1B in the next ninety years any time. Okay, but like when her employer filed, so in in that application, I see that in that change of status is also mentioned. So does it mean That's that? Good. Uh, That's good. That the employer is filing change of status all together combined. Yes, that is right. Okay, so then in that case, what should be done? The best thing is you get the premium processing H one B approved. Tell her to wait until sec- October second week. Then she can mm-hmm. leave to England and she can come back in H four. Okay, but her change of status application would be would become in not become invalidate. because wait sumit it becomes when it gets approved it becomes validated i am assuming that it's going to be approved in the last week of september on october first week first week it will become active is it right okay and then she goes to after october first week for two weeks she will be on h1b and then afterwards she will go to england and she comes back when she comes back Suti, I'm getting a lot of response from your phone. Can you mute yourself? Yes, um, yes, doctor. So, so when when you when you when she when you go when you go that long though, okay? When you go when when you go to England, she comes back. Her H four will be active. Her H one will okay. not be active. Okay. Even though petition is approved, her H four will only be active, and she will come back on H four, and then what will happen? She will be an H four EAD. Okay, and when her H one will trigger? She, it already triggered on October first. Remember, I told you on October first, it already triggered. Okay, so but when she returned back from London, so at that time, what will be the status of her? It will H4. be see will be on H one or H four? H four EAD. Okay. Then when can C B say that uh, her status is changed to H one B? So C will have to get a stamping. Then it will become H one B. No, on October first of two thousand twenty-three. Remember, Sumit, I told you to file in premium processing, is right? Okay. So it gets approved in September last week. On October first okay. is the start date of the H one B. On October first, October second, what visa she will be in, Sumit? She will be on H one B at that time. There you go. You are getting smarter now. Then she goes in October third week to England and she returns back in November first week. What status she will be when she comes back in November first? So she will be on H one H one only, right? Because no, it will be H four. No, when okay. she goes outside the country, she can show the H four approval to come back into United States. Okay. We. Okay, with H four status, she came back to the US. Okay, that's right. She will be in H four. Okay. Okay then. And, but if you have any okay, concerns, but, you can we can make an appointment. I will describe you. The reason why I'm telling you is, it's better mm-hmm. that she has the H one B and then she can always revert back to H one B later on. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Imanshu. Hey, Raghav. Uh, hey, Raul. How are you doing? 
good 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 much i already put my question on the google or yeah himanshu um himanshu you can uh, you can bring your wife from there to here it will take mm-hmm. about two and a half years or approximately three years though that's a problem that we have a lot of people think though that we can do some magic and get the people in one year we had a lot of bad reviews on google about it on me personally okay. though maybe okay. it's the way i i told they don't understand it or i can't blame a lot of people is right i have to mm-hmm. blame myself if there are mm-hmm. five people who are reviewing the same thing that means that i have to blame myself it takes two to three years for you or wife to come here now you can bring your stepchild also in united states even if you do not adopt you can still bring that person person into united states as okay. long as the stepchild relationship is established before the child turns i forgot whether it's 14 or 16 i think so it's 16 but i may be a little bit wrong okay so when you say that the relationship is stepchild needs to be established if you could clarify that what does that mean if you get married to her mom that's okay. it the stepchild relationship is automatically established and, you don't and, have to and, adopt the child okay and then uh, his will uh, his timeline is also part of that two and a half three years that you just mentioned that's right, right. That... but it will okay. go parallelly though you will apply okay. two different Got applications it. and it. and both mom and uh, the child will get on the same day though interview the 99% of the time got it okay, okay. it goes parallel it's not mother and child will not be separated okay and and just basis the last few uh, cases uh, rahul you're suggesting uh, it's uh, two and a half to three years right i mean that's to be remember i also told you they criticized me saying that <laughs> rahul was very bad lawyer because he didn't told the proper timing so most probably if you come back after two and a half years and tell me blame the same thing to me I will get one more bad review from you. No, no, no. I I won't hold you. If to they anything. blame, if they blame me that okay, Rahul took and sat down on the case for two months, well, that's fine. I understand that. But the immigration has taken for so long, so you need to understand the realistic picture there. As long as you're yeah. fine with that, you can go with me. Okay. Okay. Tom, th- sounds good. Thanks a lot, Rahul. We'll send an email to you just in case if you want to deal with us. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Next person, please. Next person, please. Shruti. Varun. Varun. Uh, you need to admit Shruti. I've applied asylum in OPT time, which has uh, started this month. And now I want to drop my asylum. Will there impact on the status? Yeah, Varun, it may impact your status because once you apply for the asylum, if you made any wrong statements in asylum, it may affect your complete status though. I would recommend it to contact a competent lawyer, Varun. And we are not one of those lawyers that can deal in this case. Next person, please. Vijay. Hi, Rahul sir. You can technically uh, go to Singapore to apply for the B1 visa, but I will tell you that in general, though, the U.S. consulate in Singapore is not a good consulate for Indian nationals. Oh, okay. So because uh, uh, my friend is trying to get an appointment in Mumbai and it is like 527. I days. got the point though, but I'm just telling you that okay. I'm just telling you that that is my experience. Now, don't any other, ask any me the status. Our Vietnam is fine. I mean, something Vietnam like is that fine. is fine. Well, apart from the Vietnam, anything you can suggest? Sir? I can't yeah. remember anything else. Next person, please. Okay, thanks. Oh. Yeah. Hi, Peral. So, uh, I... um, Rawat, I don't know what your status is. Is it E advanced parole? Is it EAD H one B? Emily and I have a disagreement in this. She says you are on. advance parole i say you are on h1b 
So but I came in. I came in on AP. I, you know, you know, you told me that. You told me. I heard that you came in. We don't know what straight is. Who, whom are we going to check with? Whether I am right or Emily is right. Okay. So, so and I'm why do we need to check it though? That's my main thing. Uh, I think they are asking that question on the seven sixty five renewal. AD you renewal. Would say, you would say H one B. Because, but I entered on AP. I am aware of it. Okay. You would say H one B. and you would give them the i94 expiration date as a h1b expiration date okay okay and what will be when my class of admission is going to be h1b not ba right you can put ba oh i can okay. put ba because that's for ap that's i am you're fine with that we have done that several okay. times no problem with it okay next Fair. person please thank you because nobody you. knows what status you are in so everybody has a has a different different version of it go ahead Next person, please. Yeah, hi Rahul. Yeah, hi Rahul. Yeah. Sir, I have posted the question in the Google sheet. Suti, can you unmute yourself, uh, please? Whenever only you want to speak, uh, mute your. Uh, uh, sorry, mute yourself. Yeah, yes. Sir. I'm getting a lot of distance from your sound. Anji. Yes, hi Rahul, sir. I have posted the uh, Google sheet. I have watched the TV show the last Sunday, and related to B to my mother is in. You say uh, present entry date is five fifteen. She is going to leave on eleven four. My question: She is planning to come back in US again in April first week. Oh, April first week is a little bit far away from it, though. Um, make sure when she comes back, she has a return ticket of three or four months, Anji. Okay. That's all I can recommend. Okay. Yeah, got it, sir. Got it. She can come back to again at uh, April first week. No issues, right, sir? Yeah, as long as yeah. In DFW. Yeah, port of entry. Well, I cannot guarantee that. That's recommended. What I told you, though, can I guarantee that they won't give any trouble? No. Generally, okay. if you fall into the pattern, what I tell, it will not be in trouble. But can I guarantee? No. DFW yeah, is a good airport. Sorry, sir. DFW. DFW is a good airport. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. In the last Sunday show, you are recommended a six month stay in the India. Right, and that is six months there. From yes. November to April, almost six months. That's fine. Next person, please. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks a lot. Subash. Hi, Rahul. I posted my question in the the sheet. Yeah. Technically speaking, about if your employer willing to support your I one forty, you're fine. Is it required that you must stick with the company to get the labor and I one forty approved? No, you don't have to. If the em employer is willing to, then you can. The only small issue is that how big is your employer though? In the employees wise, so around the uh, the, uh, the consulting company around the forty to fifty people. If it is forty to fifty people, typically ninety nine percent of the time that should not be a problem. But your employer must be willing to support is a question that you are guaranteeing yourself. Though I normally don't like to rely on that. One problem with Subhash right now is that it's taking two years to apply for the labor certification I one forty right now. Two years. Yeah, right. So I I don't know whether I would trust him, not trust him. I don't know. That's up to you. I would not like to leave this company. <laughs> this is a nice company. That guy is so good. Why do you leave it? <laughs> That's another thing. So it's up to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So, person. but the the legal wise, it won't be any issue, right? Legal wise, if, leave... if the company is yeah, legal wise, if the company is willing to file a labor and I one forty ninety nine percent of the time, you'll be fine, sir. Next person, please. Asma, hello. Um, hi. 
so i'm from pakistan and uh, i want to apply for eb2 niw i have 8 years of experience in the e-commerce industry of pakistan and we do not have amazon here and i will also be moving to germany for my second masters in the coming month so am i eligible to apply for eb2 niw just based on what you are telling that you have 8 years of experience and an mba for germany is not going to be enough for niw you have to show what what is in the national interest of united states of america to have you here and work in that particular field how is it going to be- benefit our country okay i that do have need to, okay that you need to prove for example in the e-commerce industry have you done anything specific while well, you have done something specific that is so good even amazon cannot do it only you can do it or you have a proposal that probably will is going to save some let's say for example some routing of those maps of what the amazon goes and gets 10% of the uh, or 3% of the fuel savings yes definitely you fit in the national interest paper just because you have 8 years experience in e-commerce that's by itself is not enough so i have to show something that i have done here or i have to uh, you have some to... skill set you don't have to do it in united states you have a skill set that will be good for united states asma okay and i prove that skill set through my letters and references that's right and letter right. motivation that's right oh. and then you have to show all you, it has to be clear and convincing that you have the skill set that is good to be used for united states and its united states is going to benefit based on that next person please okay thank you rekha hello yeah uh, rahul hi rekha i don't have a tab on nebraska or this one and that one uh, i can okay. tell only one thing that it's taking anywhere between uh, is it h4 ead and h4 together or only h4 no. only h4 ead only h4 only ead typically will take Two to six months, ma'am. Three to six months. Okay, and like I have seen, like you know, some cases get approved sooner. Some cases I, get approved. I, I typically, I think there are exceptions. There are, yeah, okay. there are exceptions available for everything, ma'am. Next person, please. Hi, uh, I have a quick question. It's probably uh, it's a follow up to my question from previous week about my wife's uh, H one. So she is on her H one grace period. Uh, she's trying looking for jobs. So let's say if she doesn't find a job. uh what is the fastest path for uh, h4 ead going out getting h4 coming back and then applying for ead only or staying here and applying h4 plus ead both take the same time um you can do one thing why don't you apply for can you apply for h1b amendment uh my amendment doesn't come until next june Well, I mean, my I checked with my employer right now. They cannot apply for. They don't have valid reason for amendment. And my renewal comes up next June. Next June. Yeah, I would recommend to apply for H four plus EAD here in United States rather than actually going outside the country to get the stamping. Because to go outside the country and get the stamping, you're going to waste about three months or so, two to three months easily. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. That time you're saving it. He, so for the previous caller, I said, "Yeah, it's EAD is a little bit faster though, but it does not justify me for me to go to get the H four stamp outside the country. I would not do that." Okay, and uh, do you recommend applying for H four plus EAD right away, irrespective of her finding a job in the next couple of months, so that 
get it uh, processed earlier. The reason yeah. I'm asking this is you can always withdraw I, the H4 later on if she gets a job oh, okay. within those two months. Okay. So we're going to let's, send. Let's you say. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have the details, so I'm gonna follow up with you guys. So uh, follow up question though. If for H4 we apply for H4 and it did not get approved until next uh, June, and I am up for renewal. What you happens? Still Will there be a you can still apply, apply for, for the you can apply for the H4 plus CAD at that time. Okay, irrespective of what the current status is, whether right. it's approved That's or right. not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sounds okay. good. Thanks. Next person, please. <laughs> I'm currently on six day grace period for eleven days now since losing my job on August twenty five. I have a stamped visa and identity for still in my previous company. The petition for the current company where I got the laid off and still pending in years. I joined the recipient notice. Job of working for my potential employer in H4. I haven't mentioned to the future employer that the attorney about the layoff situation. Do they need to submit an additional documentation to the grace period situation? Mm. So you you have you, the company B, I-94 is not approved, but how long you've been working with this company B where the H-1B is not approved as well? Hello, can you hear me? Shruti, can you hear her? Yes, Rahul. Can you hear Azil? I can't hear her. No, no, uh, he's not speaking. Okay. So he uh, has some issues with audio. Okay, then we'll go to the next caller. I'm sorry about that, guys. Nilesh, Nilesh. Hey, hey, Rahul. My my question is on the Google on the Google spreadsheet. So, what documents are required for the EAD and AP? Uh -huh. um, yeah. 484 receipt notice, uh, pictures, and all your legal status, though. Okay. So, even the passport and uh, mm -hmm. the H1, H4, everything for That's my family? Right. Everything. All the legal, immigration legal status. Okay. 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 Thank you. I'll go hey, to the next caller. I think so. We're not. We're, we're can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I was asking about the uh, laid-off situation. Um, I, I found a job offer, and I'm working with my future employer. So, so let me understand. So, you were working with company A. You got laid off with company A. You started no, working with com company B, but you never got the H-1B approval notice. You just only got the receipt notice. Is that right? Yeah, I, I got laid off from company B. Like my company A uh, approval notice was valid till June. I have a stamped visa on I-94, everything till that date. Uh, June of next year, uh, I got laid off from company B, where uh, my case is still pending. That never got approved. And uh, when did you got laid off with company uh, company B though? Uh, last week, August 25. And when did you started working with that company? Uh, May 31st, so three months. Uh, we may have a problem with it. The reason we may have a problem with it is because uh, we may have a problem with it because you don't have the approval of the company B's H1B. But under the current conditions, though, you don't have much options. You can file with company C and file it in premium processing. Okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I'm planning to file it in premium processing, but uh, do I need to mention anything about uh, uh, the laid off situation they they the attorney knows that the company b um, uh, 
receipt is still pending like the case is still pending and i gave the receipt notice and i gave the approval notice from company a my stamped visa my i94 everything yeah sometimes they may not want to proceed with you they may say that get an approval with company b they may say that word though if they don't you don't have to mention anything you provide the pay stubs with them you don't have to provide tell them the 60 days and all those things just provide them the pay stubs and let them file the h1b but do the premium processing in company with company c yeah yeah that's what i'm planning but but would it be a problem uh, in any case it could I... be it could be what could you do right now yeah i i don't have any control yeah you don't have any control okay the yeah. next and la last person today uh, please Uh, hi Rahul, I was referred to you by my friend uh, Manjesh, who was your previous client. So I also posted my question in your chat. Yeah. So if you can't find the job within sixty days, though, the best way is for you to file a B two application, and you can stay here for a period of six months on B two. And if you get a job, you can convert back into H one B later on. Okay, yeah, that uh, I had that uh, in my mind. But can my daughter go to public schools here on B two visa? Yeah, they don't ask any status of the uh, of the people when they go to there. They don't ask the status. They never asked her status previously. They never asked. So I was just yeah. looking up Google or some, you know, all the resources. They were saying we are not supposed to attend on. Uh, B two visa for any public school. That's what they won't. Written. They won't object to any of those things, and you can convert into H one B for the people who have done it. They have never seen any problem. Okay, okay. And how about consular filing? Somebody was talking about consular filing. If consular processing, a... consular processing. The problem with the consular processing, Shrivar, is if they file a consular processing, they get the H one B approval. You can't start working. Until you go outside the country, get the stamping, and come back, that may take approximately three months for you. So a lot of the companies may not be willing to wait for that long period of time. So consular processing may not be a good option. The better option would be actually to file it in a change of status from B two to H one. Okay, got it. Um, so there is okay. no option for. EAD also, right, Rahul? That was the other option that we were thinking. You of. can do the compelling circumstance EAD, assuming that you have an I one forty approval. Your child is going to school and other things. But the major problem with the compelling circumstances EAD is that it doesn't get approved for a period of eight months. Okay, and okay. while and if you get a job in the interim period of time. You want to change the status to the H one B? You can't. You have to go to the consular processing, get the consular processing approved, get the stamping, and come back. I see. Okay, got it. So, this previously we used to recommend compelling circumstances CAD, but March of two thousand twenty three, USCIS said you can change from B two to H one B. They are going to grant the change of status even while the B two is pending. So that's the reason why we don't encourage compliance circumstances EAD anymore. Okay. Okay. And and B two filing we can do it on premium or just no, no. no. Okay. But if you so... wanting to consider B two though, we will send a consultation for you. Fill out a form. Okay. Note down all the questions that are in there and come up, and then we'll speak with you. Okay. Okay. Sure. Rahul. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at four uh, thirty p.m.
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Thank you.